0: what it is what is up what is good gamers this is show enough 71 and your auditory canals are tuned in to season 6 episode 30 of the gaming vessels podcast And as usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me and my partners in crime, we got Des, the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, bro?
1: Not much. Just here again, as always, ready to talk about uh, this, you know, hobby, this obsession for some people. I don't want to say obsession, but but this thing that we love, and that's called gaming. That's my
2: obsession.
1: <laughs> I didn't want to speak for you, Joe. So uh, yes, I am sorry. Didn't want to speak for you, buddy. That's why.
0: And the one breaking into uh, 80s melody is none other than Trader Joe, because our show's a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, man?
2: Putting my life at risk. That's what's going on right now, according to uh, (laughs) Mr. Mr. Desmond. So I just got back from GameStop, Uh you know, because I am Trader Joe. That's what I do. It's in my blood. Yeah, a, and I'll have covid in my blood now too grabbing mm. all these uh disks and cases off the oh look at this so I'm going to read the back no I, I Ooh, keep, let me let me lick my I, fingers I, I keep, before I, keep, I touch <laughs> these yes there you go <laughs> let me lick my fingers and rub my face while I'm sitting here looking at all the used cases on the racks oh this boy cases
1: <laughs> come in all sticky and ugh. can't do it buddy can't do <laughs> it <laughs> Um,
2: I, I strictly go in there. I do not grab a case. I already know what those games are and what systems they're on. And I just went in there because uh, Street Fighter V is a PlayStation Plus game for September, and I had a copy of Street Fighter V in my library. So guess what? That's free money to me. So because I'll never get rid of my PlayStation Plus. So so that's like eleven bucks.
0: Eleven dollars. You know, Wheeling
2: and dealing, and so you know, you guess what? I went and bought like a Wolfenstein game instead. You know, it's like, oh, I had to make a trip to go get Wolfenstein: Youngblood. Oh boy, That's high okay. on my list. So,
1: <laughs> mm, mm, mm. for oh, my hey. life risk for a Wolfenstein, oh boy. Uh, yeah, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. It makes you happy, right, buddy? You know it, man.
0: Wolfensteins.
1: Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. The Youngbloods. But
0: well, while we're talking about games, that is a good lead-in to our first topic on the docket, which, as always, is going to be the playlist. So Trader Joe, why don't you start things off? What's been on your playlist rotation this past week, me?:
2: uh, Well, pretty much uh, I have adventures in an old game that uh, I had not played in almost like five years. Uh, me and Desmond this basically almost was a, a something inspired by Mr. Desmond, so uh, we started to play Warframe again uh, because of the Heart of Demos uh, DLC coming out. Is, was it this week that came it came out, Des? Yeah, it came out last week. week. Yeah. So, and I hadn't played Warframe since the like here at the PS4 launch, which back in what 2014 you know, end of, you know, winter 2014, beginning of 2015. And, you know, uh, I wanted to start fresh, but obviously um, I got in and I had a save game. I guess it keeps the game up in cloud, kind of like how Destiny, Destiny 2, and so on and so forth. So I pretty much was kind of almost starting from scratch. Uh, Of course, Desmond, you were helping me out uh, along with uh, our fellow uh, comrade-in-arms, Jason. uh, Surgeon Fire from uh, Everyday Gamers on that so and uh I, so far i've enjoyed what i played i've been kind of like a lost little puppy and i think it's more of a thing where you know i'm just gonna need to pull up my big boy pants and go and watch a youtube video or <laughs> go look at a online fact to kind of get everything up to snuff on here and to figure things out a bit you know and uh it's coming along as i play of course you know just learning you know where the life meter is at where how to spec my warframe different warframe, building different warframes different weapons and you know it's not it's hard but at the same time it's like i shouldn't make it as difficult as it is so so
1: i'm, I'm gonna get used intuitive. to it it isn't very yeah. intuitive to it too i mean to an extent it is but sometimes you're just kind of like i have no idea what's going on <laughs> so yeah so.
2: especially uh, you know we broke out and They've introduced so many aspects of this game. There's, like, open world hub worlds on Earth and on Venus. And, you know, the open world on on Earth seemed like it was a pretty cool kind of uh, experience. And me and Desmond were kind of running and doing some open world, like, bounties and that kind of thing on there. Uh, last night, we were running Venus for the first time, and uh, I thought the intro was interesting. It was like a uh, robot prison where people were, like, you know, trying to make... Letters. Yep, the debtor's prison on there, and so they're all singing in, in 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 tune, and almost like Warframe the musical, you know. So I'm breaking that out, it was very on funny. That. But uh, you know, um, one thing that Warframe kind of does, where no other game that I've seen ever does, is like there's a lot of like you know, um, like floating heads throughout the. Uh, narrative of the story, you know, you got certain characters, you got your enemy talking to you in your warframe, at least in some of the missions I've I've played and just talking ish, you know, so I just found that interesting. You got a robot assistant, which, you know, I don't know as much about on there, especially if you're down your ship. And so And Jason was kind of showing the things a little bit with his guild and um as far as clan i should say and uh you know saying that you know the clan has a cachet of blueprints and all sorts of other things so just it the depth is there if you want to get into it it is a free-to-play game you know i mean i'm not I'm, t- I'm not anticipating spending much money on it you know i haven't spent anything on it yet i'm just gonna see what it gives me and kind of get a feel for the gameplay systems a little bit more and you know something i'm playing gonna play multiplayer with you guys on here so have you played it uh, besides playing multiplayer have you done any single player runs or anything like that
1: i'm playing it i deleted it already you did just kidding just kidding <laughs> i don't know <laughs> no you're,
2: you're no. like trying to come lately it's like I, I i'm surprised it's like okay i'm done with that game i'm done with this game i'm on to yeah. the next
1: so <laughs> no, I'm still playing it. Yes, I do play uh, solo missions uh, from time to time because the the name of the game is grinding. So you 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 grind a lot. Um, from what I understand, um, yeah, the grind has gotten a little bit easier. Um, but it's just you just kind of got to put in the hours to do it. Now you could pay money for stuff, but there's no like pay to win or anything. It's just pay to progress faster. So if you don't want to. If you don't want to pay for something or if you don't want to grind for something, you can just pay like $10 and you get the new Warframe or you, you know, pay $5 and you get and you get the super gun or you can just grind in the game. But part of the part of the fun is playing the game. So if you just enjoy running and gunning and shooting and 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 the story, which they put a lot into, it doesn't really matter then, you know, because you can just like seriously, I just get on there. And jump on with joe and and surging fire, and we just run a couple of missions. And it's fun. You know, we've been working and pulling pulling Joe along. I' not that I'm super far ahead of him. It's just, you know, it's just fun. Um, and I like the gun, I like the gun play. I like, you know, building stuff. and you like we haven't even touched the modding system and you know, and doing specific builds for for this thing. and you know, and then you and then you look at the you wa- or I watch the um various different people on on youtube talking about it and like they go into depth about what's the best warframe and what is this build and what is this mod and how do you get the mods that you want and you know what is end game so there's just a lot of meat uh to this game for it being a free player game you know for for us being a free play game um it looks good uh yeah so i'm thinking this is one of those i think this is free play done right um, so yeah, you know, you don't ever have to buy anything if you don't want to, but you know, you just got to be willing to grind. And I'm just very happy that the grind is not so, it's not so terrible that you just are just like throwing your hands like, Oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like the, the game is actually pretty fun. So yeah, I mean,
2: my my play through at the beginning, at least I wasn't bothering um, doing any new uh, weapons or any new. Uh, Warframes and all, and I pretty much picked up uh, some blueprints for a few weapons and uh, was equipping different stuff and actually enjoying, you know, the difference in weapons. I could definitely tell the difference in the, uh, I switched from a single handgun to a dual handgun and then obviously got to a better like auto rifle and, uh, you know, the impact with the vibration and the uh, dual shock, it's just, it feels good. It kind of, similar to feeling uh the gameplay in destiny 2 you know destiny 1 destiny 2 so if so i give it like highest marks on there and plus you know obviously you go on different uh, style of missions you got spy missions you got assassinates missions you got uh you know defend so there's a different uh, um variety on there and of course the open world hub worlds that they have available as well so so we'll definitely be talking more about this gaming. If if you're interested in playing, you know it's free. Come check it out. Um uh, we'll be uh, playing on game night, but uh, you know we'll see. You know our game of the uh, uh, the moment, at least uh, our other game in the moment, Mercenary Kings. I think we dabbled in a little bit, but not too much this past. I still week. play it. Yeah, I want to play more actually, but I've been waiting to play multiplayer for some reason. But I think this is something where I could do uh, some single player runs Yeah, on, that, on there, but the, also, the game I've been doing some single player runs cause we haven't played multiplayer in a couple of weeks is a uh, risk of rain too. And I wound up, uh, putting up a little, um, like minute vignette on my, um, uh, Twitter feed because I gotten further in that game than I had before single player. And so I got up to like, uh, I think the fifth boss encounter and, uh, had a ton of stuff and, uh, wound up, uh, For whatever reason, got thrown in the air like 20 feet, and I was not able to nail the landing. Uh, There is a particular move with the uh, first character that you're able to start your playthrough with, and of course you have to like eventually open up other characters on there. And that playthrough, I wound up opening up uh, two separate characters: a huntress and I think a robot, which I can't remember off the top of my dome as far as his name, but uh, they all played differently. You know, it's just kind of experimenting with the different characters. I believe there's what, is there eight to 10 characters all together, Des?
1: It's the, well, there's a ton of, uh, there's a ton of characters that you can play in that game. It's just, you have to, you have to, yeah. yeah. That's what you asked, right? Sorry, I was yeah. looking away. <laughs> what did you ask again? No, just the, how many characters. I believe in the
2: character select screen. Like I think there's a total of like, eight, I think 10, 10 eight or, or 10. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot,
1: you know, but yeah. that's the thing you have to do certain things. Or, or do certain challenges or complete certain things in order to unlock them. So that kind of makes it a bit, me, but
2: Yeah, it's what it is. It just gives you uh, the motivation to keep rinsing and repeating on here. And then now I uh, you know when I posted the Twitter video uh, from PSN, I guess it linked the uh, store page for the physical disc that I own. So a lot of people didn't know what the game was. And so I know Kev, you're like, oh, what the hell is this game gonna be? you know. <laughs> And I know a lot
0: of stuff going on on that screen.
2: Yeah, Hoodie Ninja. And I know your question was saying that it looked choppy as hell. I think the way PlayStation captures a video, because it was running at 60 frames on there, I think it was missing frames on the capture until you got the honest truth. So, on that. So, that's the reason why it looked as choppy as it did. Because, you know, you're making saying it's kind of like EDF. You know, it doesn't get hectic like EDF, you know. So, I kind of equated that boss encounter almost like one of the like uh you know um god the uh hectares you know in edf yeah. so you know where it's just you know hell on waves
0: under. of Hectors.
2: yeah waves of hectares <laughs> if you you know remember our edf lore here you know you're gonna have to d- dive in deep <laughs> on our gaming vessels show you know because you know edf is like you know edf is like our halo you know if, if uh Sony came out and said they're gonna make like EDF Infinite or something, man, it'd be like, you know be losing our minds. But
0: Craig would actually look good in, in EDF.
2: <laughs> Craig would actually be be kinda of poignant in EDF, would, yeah. Yeah. It'd be like a giant yeah. Craig's like those giant frogs. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be a good image. And I've dabbled in Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remastered, but every time I seem like I load it up, uh, we kinda Go into it after a Warframe session. It seems like Des goes to bed. I turn it off. I don't want to play it because the intro is a little bit slow uh, to begin with. So I'm gonna take the time to actually fire it up for real and, and get into it a little bit. So I know you've been playing it a little bit, right, Des?
1: I mean, I've, I mean, all I ever, if you if you say playing has been like creating characters, well, then that's kind of what I've done, because I've been kind of waiting for you, so I've just kind of really haven't done anything. I'm waiting anything.
2: for you, so guess what, you know, every, um, I think the couple times we were going to play together, um, I'm, I'm going to take the time, though, to fire it up and, you know, rekindle those memories from back in 2004, GameCube era memories on there, uh, you know, I'm not going to bag on it until I actually get to play it, but. I did have fond memories of playing with, like, you know, GBAs on the GameCube and doing all that uh, crazy stuff that Nintendo only gets away with as far as, uh, you know, using four GBAs to control your characters and buying the so particular uh, cables for, you know, 20, 25 bucks each and then having to do all that business to, you know, play the ultimate in multiplayer in that particular game. is kind of crazy, but... And then also, too, uh, Monster Hunter World, of course, Iceborne. Uh, I think I've only, like, fired it up once this past week. Um, Fired up uh, Division 2 a little bit, but it seems like every time I throw it on, it's just (laughs) there for me to throw on and just do some random encounters uh, while I'm sitting there talking or whatnot. I'm not progressing the story in any sort of bit, so I know uh, next time I fire that bad boy up, I'm going to try to push through. And then... On the Xbox One, I am trudging through Crackdown 2. I'm still on, like, every time I fire that game up, I'm, on like, on orb cleanup duty. So I'm not, like, proceeding to the end of the game. I'm, like, kind of going to, like, a particular section of town and to say, okay, I got two more agility orbs to grab, and I got three more hidden orbs. And so I just spend my time jumping around on there because, you know, that's Game Pass fodder. I'm jumping around. I'm finding stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> relaxing. Uh, on uh, Phil's favorite console, you know, the Xbox One X on there. So, but enjoying my Crackdown 3 playthrough. Uh, you know, it's like I almost don't want it to end, but I've kind of seen the, uh, the end game with it. Um, I'm not per se getting bored. I do like the, I just wish there was more. That's all. So, but I'll finish it up and, you know, put my crackdown literally <laughs> try yeah. to go and play something else so that's pretty much been my uh last week in gaming so des what you been up to man
1: uh like like you said been playing all those games been, i've been really enjoying warframe it's been a lot of fun um i've been playing crystal chronicles as far as the creator uh, cre- uh, A creator, uh, character creator. Uh, Been playing a little bit of Fall Guys. It's a fun little time waster that I just kind of put on and um, play a little couple of things. I really like the music, so that's one of the things that I've that I've been enjoying. Uh, Play destroy all humans. Uh, game's pretty interesting. I never played the original trilogy, so getting to play this has been a lot of fun. It's, you know, just a silly game. I do not take it, it doesn't take itself seriously, and neither do I. So, run around, blowing people up, and changing into them, and making their heads explode. Um, It's pretty fun.
2: Doing
1: the anal probes. It's all, it's everything that you, you'd want in a, in a game about aliens. So yay, uh, and then again I tried to break. I started backing into my um, my uh indies, my indie titles. So I've been playing Chasm. It's another in, in, indie game that uh I had for a while, and I started playing it again. It's very much like a Castlevania kind of clone, a little bit, but not only yeah. only only because it's like you buy these magic weapons like you know, Belmont, you know, like Simon did in Castlevania. So you have the axe, you have the knife, you have the you know the holy water and stuff like that. and and it's all based in this chasm in this in this in this uh, maze, you know this that that is uh, uh, procedurally generated. So each time you play it, things are gonna be in a different place. But it's been fun uh, running through that and rescuing the people and having them uh, give me new stuff. Uh, I've been playing Mercenary Kings with Joe and solo fun game. Really enjoy it. Um I also played uh Splunky because the new Splunky is coming out soon. So I wanted to see exactly what that game was about because I'd never played it before. Um and it's fun. You know, it, it's a nice little again time waster. It's really it's very it's very cute. Everyone has big bulbous noses and the snakes look silly. And it, it's, just, it's just a cute little game. You know, you uh, blow stuff I haven't gotten that far on it, but you get to blow sh- stuff up and save damsels in distress. So so it's been pretty fun. So yeah, most of the stuff that I've been playing really has just been my, um, my backlog because I've just really wanted to play other things and see exactly what other games that I had. Uh, I was playing a lot of games. Um, I was playing like one or two games a lot, and I really just wanted to get away from that. So that's kind of why I started playing. Um, I downloaded a lot of my indies and started playing those, and it's been a lot of fun. So, um, and then the one game that I'm trying to play was um, that I really wanted to play was uh, Ghost of S- Tsushima, uh, but I haven't. It's it's installed. It's ready to go, but I haven't sat down and actually turned it on because I know that once I do that, I'm probably going to play it to its completion because it's gotten really good reviews. It's in a subject matter that I really, really like, and I just feel that once I start playing it, I'm just going to be like, okay, this is this is the game I'm going to play for a while, you know, So, which is not a bad thing, don't mind, you know. Don't don't get it, don't get it twisted, but I just know that once I start playing, it, I'm gonna be like, oh, you know, this is the game. So, so I'm just gearing up to do that. So, but that's all the games that I've got that I've been playing. Joe, did you have something you wanted to add or? Joe, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, just you. You started saying something, so I wasn't sure. So, all righty, So that's all for me. Uh, Kev, uh, what about you, buddy?
0: Well, played a little bit of Monster Hunter. Uh... I decided I'm gonna try and learn the great sword. So I went into the Sophie Raid started, I believe, Sunday, so I jumped in. Uh was did not I didn't feel like fiddling with the raid long enough. I may go back and do it some more in an attempt to try and get the blast great sword because that seems to be the one that does the most damage. I wound up getting a um a a uh, paralysis great sword sophie sword uh through using the elder melder and the rng shenanigans that you do at that station so i i figure i'll, I'll make this work I'll, first i'll see if I, I like using great sword at all <laughs> and then if i like it then i'll go ahead and grind for the for the for the, the meta sword on, from the sophie weapon from that for that sophie weapon class Um, but other than that, I've been going back into my backlog, man. I went back into Sekiro. I hit Sekiro kind of hard over the weekend. And, um, I'm at a boss fight that I'm struggling with, but it's not because, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. But I just, I'm just my, I've got those old man reflexes. It's like, I know when I need to block. And how and, and and whatnot, but it's just actually doing it. It's like I, I'm I'm feeling my age. I'm fighting this eight, this giant eight that looks like Kratos. It's this this is actually kind of funny. Uh, he's got two forms. I can get past his first form, but when he goes into his second form, he changes his uh his combat patterns and his tails are a little bit different. So, um. That's where I get uh I, I'm getting lit up the most, uh, assuming I have a good run trying to get past this first one, but second is a great game, It's hard as nails, but it's a, it's been a blast, so enjoying that uh dove into and this game has been in my backlog for a minute. Uh, checked out knack two I'm through I, I I'm past the. I guess well, it would be the tutorial stage, and now I'm in like uh, the, the the story is actually starting to uh, to reveal itself. Um, I I don't know what the, what the hate is for well, the hate. I I guess I I had now to be fair, I have not played NAC one. I Did not play NAC one, but NAC two is pretty dope. Um. It has got some really interesting platform action platform mechanics uh the fact that you can shrink and grow at will to get to solve environmental puzzles very simple environmental puzzles thankfully um, you can you can use that as a you can even use that as a means of uh giving yourself an edge in combat uh Knack has a has an expandable combat tree that you expand by uh picking up resources in the world from enemies. And of course they have these crates that you break and you collect the what they call relic points, and you spend those relic points and upgrading upgrading Max abilities. And just looking at some of the abilities that Knack's got, I mean it's he's got like a like a rapid punch that's like straight out of Fist of the North Star. uh, I mean I, I've seen some some interesting things, so I, I don't quite understand the hate uh for knack two. I guess it stems from the first knack, but again, I, I have not played the first one but I've been enjoying that. it's a
2: hate or just like just the meme aspect of it, you know, people just like, yay hey, knack tack and like, you know, Wario sixty four busting out that knack stuff, uh, cheap ass gamer, you know. Wherever mm-hmm. we see you now, it's just like, you know, even on Resetera, uh, they have like a, a certain tagline and their people's uh, usernames say visited by Knack on
0: show. No, I so. mean, it's, it, you know, it, it, it's no Mario, you know, but I don't think it's trying to be that it's trying to be. An action platformer. And uh, from what I've played so far, which granted is not the whole game, but. Uh, from what I've played so far, it's been pretty cool. So it's definitely a game I'm going to be going back and playing. Uh, and lastly, the last game I went back and dev- diving into my backlog with is Maneater. I am finally made, I am now an adult shark. I have graduated from my teen years. So my shark is old enough to be on his own and get a job and raise his family, I guess. <laughs> um and i i'm usually i found that man eater has kind of become my my late night just before bed game i i don't know there's something a little bit uh, cath- cathartic about biting people in half as a shark uh maybe that says something maybe that says something about me i don't know but <laughs> the uh, once you get past the games mechanics which there is a learning curve too because they in all in all honesty they're not the best Um, particularly when you're starting out as a as a shark pup uh, it's kind of an uphill climb but as you start growing in size and growing in uh, evolutionary skills like right now I've got the uh, bioelectric jaws which are which really do help when fighting against some of those um, well, now I'm bigger than them now because I'm an I'm an adult shark. But there's these gators in the bayou that were, were kind of like the bane of my existence starting out. But now I can pretty much take them out with hardly any trouble at all. They get shocked by my electric teeth. And I can get two three, three, two, three hits on them while they're in a stunned state. So it's pretty cool. Um One thing that is a little bit troublesome about the game is that it can be a little bit difficult to figure out what you're supposed to do. Um, Where I am in the game, I need to kill the, um, the lead shark hunters in each zone on the map. So I've gone through about four of them. And the way you do that is you just start eating people. And the more people you eat, it'll raise the, there's like, you know, various, you know, straight lifted straight out of, you know, GTA, you know, they will raise the alert meter. And then, then the shark hunters will come and you have to raise that in order to get the, uh, the leaders to come out. So the more hunters you take out, the more difficult hunters come and then they're that, a regional boss will show up you take down the regional boss and you know you've uh I, that's how you clear i think that's how you clear the stage it was kind of funny uh, <laughs> the uh i guess it was like must have been the third or the fourth dude that that was supposed to come out uh i got him to show up and he's He's, I guess he's throwing, he's supposed to be, he's throwing either death charges or grenades. He's just lobbing them all over the place. And what I like about the game is that even the boss characters can be taken out just like anybody else. They don't have these, you know, oh I've, you know, I, I have my my shark repellent, my shark repellent, you know, diving suit on or something like that. No. I jumped over this guy at the bow of this guy's ship, who was the boss, and just grabbed him and ate him. <laughs> so, he was in the middle of his, of his little uh, 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 boss, you know, speech telling me how, what he's going to do to th- this shark, and I just kind of jumped up and ate him. <laughs> that game is a lot of fun, so... Um, like I said, kind of a funky learning curve when you first start. But once you get used to it, it it's, it's a fun game. Um, I would say, uh, you know, if you don't have any uh, reservations about the Epic Store, it's probably, if I had to do it over again, I would probably get this game on PC. Uh, the, sometimes the frame rate does kind of chug. It's nothing, not to the point where it's unplayable, but it's something that is noticeable, uh, particularly when there's a lot of stuff going on on the screen. But other than that, it's, it's, I, that, it's been my uh, my lullaby game uh, that I've been hitting up just before bed. So. Okay, have you been playing Double Dragon as well, right? Yeah, for some reason I have. Um, I've been playing Double Dragon 4, which is the 8-bit... Uh, it's it's a new it's a new game, uh, in the series, and it's got, it's done in the eight bit style. I've been messing with that, and a lot of people didn't like it, but for whatever reason, I kind of I, I dig it, and I've been playing the arcade original, uh, the Hamster Port, on the PlayStation Network. It it's 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 great, you know, it's just nice for me to go back and relive those old arcade rat days that i used to have so went back and played both of those games but that's pretty much all i've been uh rocking and rolling with in my playlist for this past week and that's going to bring us to our next topic on the docket which is going to be the news Trader Joe, why don't you let the folks know what's been going on in the gaming industry this past week? Well, let's go ahead and
2: start out with all the uh, shock and horror from the news world today. On that, so um, there was a uh, something spotted by Games Radar. It was a like little FAQ on Ubisoft's website talking about the PlayStation Five, and according to this website, they said that the playstation 5 will be backwards compatible with the playstation 4 surprise surprise and you can also um, join multiplayer games on ps4 with ps5 players but they stated in the uh little faq that playstation 1 through 3 games will not be backwards compatible on the playstation 5 so on there so a lot of people were going oh i thought maybe they would work on doing that and just hear a lot of uh, discussion back and forth uh, about people like you know wanting sony to go back to the ps1 era games and have a um, library of support kind of like xbox on there i love that wario 64 threw up a uh, uh, tweet saying um, if you want to play ps3 the ps1 games i got a system for you and a picture of an old fatty ps3 on there so <laughs> so you know bringing back memories of don matrick and mm-hmm. the xbox one introduction on there but uh ubisoft has since pulled that faq page on there but obviously you know, something of a point of discussion of course people talk about okay well, how prevalent is backwards compatibility what do you really want for a console on there i've talked about on this show in the past i would love to see them go back and have it to be where you could play uh, the whole entire library of titles some other people have stated that if uh, they went ahead and did that that the store would be horrible that you know you'd have to have You know, PS1, 2, 3 games in the store, along with 4 and 5, of course, on there. So, um, you know, my my take on it is, like, this wasn't a big shock. I I knew they talked about PS4 being backwards compatible, and that's it, you know. So I don't see the shock and horror on this, per se. I mean, granted, I would love uh, to have a um, PlayStation console that plays everything back to the PS1 on one system. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's not something I shouldn't expect uh, from a console, you know, from a manufacturer that's been around since 1994, for God's sake. So, on that. So, what's your guys' take on it, uh, yourselves?
1: I have no take on it for the sheer fact that there's emulators. You can play those games if you want to. It's not a big deal. You know, I think it's great that they're allowing us, you know, to play uh, PS4 games, and that's backwards compatible for that. That's great, but yeah, but this sense of like you have to, you know, be able to play all your games and all this stuff and be everything to everybody is just like, no, don't need to yeah, do that.
2: I, I, I want the PS5 to be the best PS5
1: it could be, and
2: by it supporting PS4 games, uh, you know, I'll be there day one because I want to see all the bells and whistles. I still see a lot of misconceptions, like. Happened because Monday is a Xbox Store update day, and I wound up diving into the cheap-ass gamer Xbox deals thread. And people on there, of course, are hating on Sony for not having backwards compatibility all the way back to the PS1. And then seeing people talking about, oh, they're only going to have the top 100 games uh, backwards compatible on the PS5, the PS4 games, you know. And it's all these general misconceptions and just outright just you know, false truths and or just misinformed information on there. I almost wish Sony, once they unveiled a price on this thing, I want to see an OS blowout. I want to see as far as what the backwards compatibility does look like, as far as the how the legacy support's going to work and so on and so forth. That way you could put that in those pipes and tell them to go smoke it or something, you know, on there. I'm tired of uh, hearing people talk about misconceptions as far as, uh, the backwards compatibility for the PS4 games on PS5. Because uh, last time we heard, basically, is that it's going to be every game. There's two particular legacy mode, and I believe it, uh, another mode that will run certain games in, in an environment. Yeah, boost mode. Yeah, on there. Mark Cerny went over it quite clearly, yeah. but obviously. Something got mis- misconstrued and it kind of ran out from there. So, so Kevs, what what's Botism your take on this? Autism affects
0: your hearing, so yeah, something. You know. <laughs> uh, I mean, again, like I like I've said many times before, I don't buy a new console to play old games. Hello, is it cool? Is it cool to be able to do that? Yeah, it would be neat to be able to go back and play my PS3 games and all that stuff, but. I don't if if I have to choose between that being the primary feature, or if that feature being present is going to lessen my experience of new content, I'll pass. So, you know, I will. If that's fine. I, I mean, it what I would rather here's what I would rather I would rather they do. Um, instead of using a. a I think they should just, maybe they could call it something like, uh, uh, I don't know, like like legacy mode where those games are not going to be on the store. Instead, they'll just read your disc and your disc would act as, as a proof of purchase or a license that it's a legitimate copy. You know, have it be region free and just have you be able to, be able to play the game you know, none, no trophies, no none of that, you know, not necessarily even in enhanced mode. You know, maybe that could be something that they could do with regard with, when Mark Sony was talking about how they're using logic to do backwards compatibility so that so it's on the chip set itself, so that if there is a, a, a price reduction uh, change in components, those functions are still going to be in there, you know, like they were not when the PS3 went through its uh, price reduction, its slimming down, uh, because it had the actual chipset of the, you know, of, of the prior generation of the motion engine, uh, a motion engine chipset on the die itself. So they took that out to reduce the size and the cost. You know, you lost your backwards compatib- backwards compatibility function. You know that would be neat, but you know I'm I I don't need I don't need my new console to play to play old games necessarily. I'm I'm cool. I'm glad that they're you know like you said glad I can play PS4. That's fine. You know if I if I want to play that stuff I got a Japanese PS2 in my entertainment center right now unplugged. You know it. If I want to, if I have a hankering to go back and play those games, so
2: yeah, I mean, there's a number of different solutions out there. I mean, I've been kind of diving into checking out emulation, something I want to do at some point. Uh, I know PSS PSXS2 is like a really cool PS2 emulator on there, and I was like looking at some screenshots of certain games like World Arms 5 and like you know 1080p. Or and actually 4K up-res to 4K and uh, the games like looks absolutely gorgeous on there and there there's actually been some good evolution for the PlayStation 3 emulator. I know that someone put up a uh, heaven heavenly sword playthrough uh, with all the bells and whistles on that thing and that thing looked nice on there. So you know I I see the. Uh, kind of charm and having it built into the box. I appreciate what Xbox does with their hardware, and I, I, you know, I just wish there was more games to play on Xbox. You know, a lot of the 360 and the original Xbox games, they're great to go back to. But if that's the only thing I have to necessarily play on my platform, that'd be a whole other thing. In a nutshell, too. So, I mean, I'm kind of curious what Series X is going to do if it's going to play everything you know whether i'm going to be able to boot up a togi one and two and uh boot up like you know both mecha salt games and uh you know fire up like you know you name it if, if it supports everything because i know the xbox one x only supported a handful like uh, curated original xbox games i'm just really curious as far as how far back it's going to support everything and if they're really working on you know, implementing to where everything will work on that system, that might, you know, make that system uh, possibly more attractive to purchase. You know, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but uh, another solution too that's been talked about out there too is uh, getting a PlayStation 2, uh, getting a hard drive in there, and then uh, there's this particular um, peripheral called a RetroTink. That's very popular in the retro circles right now. But there is a particular retro tank that you can buy to upscale your PS2 games uh, with a uh, HDMI cord and to be able to hook it up uh, via component cables. And it actually adds scan lines. It's almost like almost a mini like uh, XRGB2 on there. So I was checking that out, and that's only like a hundred bucks to buy that thing. You know, and you know, granted, I mean, I think Kev, you got your game still if you wanted to fire up your original. Japanese PS2, I
0: think you'd probably do it right if you could play it on your modern TV, right? Um, honestly, I really haven't had a, a real desire to to go back to that stuff yet. Yeah, it hasn't hit me yet. Um, yeah. it, I, it, for me like, you know, I like I was saying, you know, like like products like the Polymega if the Polymega announced a PS2 module or PS2, you know, compatibility uh, then I might, I might, I would probably consider that, uh, but, you know, I got, I've got so many switches, I got s- just so many, so much space yeah, on my sure. entertainment center, you know, uh, concessions have to be made somewhere, so, yeah, uh, you know, until I can have, you know, the, the all-in-one entertainment center, you know, I'm just gonna have to work with the the real estate that I've got. Yeah,
2: well, we'll see what happens. With I uh, just want everything to kind of all the cards laid on the table. But I think the shock and awe about this particular news story is a big old nothing burger, in my opinion. So. so. Yeah. agreed Great. Good deal. Well, speaking of PlayStation, speaking of Sony, uh, they had an investors' call on here and in its corporate report for 2020. You now, usually that's some stimulating reading. Uh, but in page 43 in their strategy key points, Sony mentioned that it plans to quote unquote explore expanding quote unquote first party titles ports to PC and, and the reason quote unquote, in order to promote further growth and profitability on there. so uh, So that's what is stated in page 43 of the key strategy key points in their uh, corporate report on there. So, uh, they have also said. Uh, let's see here. It also states that the document also mentions Sony will be accelerating enhancement and rollout of PlayStation exclusives on here. So I'll we'll have to see what that actually means. I'm hoping that talks about some sort of uh, you know legacy support for uh, prior games, PS4 games on there. So on that. So I know what your take is, Kev. Um, I. <laughs> my take um, as long as the gap between actual release and on PC versus the game coming out on you know ps4 especially if it's just ps4 games I you know they're kind of chipping away at the IPS a bit but um, what do you think uh, Desmond on there you have any thoughts about this at all
1: I'm not surprised I mean I'm sure yeah I'm sure uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on um, on uh, PC sold like hotcakes. So yeah. why wouldn't they? <laughs> I yeah, mean, it
2: started out rough, but forty bucks pop. You know, you're dealing with the game you could buy for five to ten bucks on PSN, and, and or you know go get a physical disc of some sort. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm like kind of
1: uh, sad by it, but you know I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, you know I'm
2: kind I'm waiting to see how well PS4 support I mean PS5 supports PS4 games they run right enhanced but uh, any any thoughts Kevin I know I kind of have an idea but
0: uh. well I mean no I mean I still think that this this is a deterioration of your brand you know play you know play only on play you you built a platform around only on PlayStation making your platform more desirable because you know Sony's a hardware company they don't have they don't have uh, an operating system or data centers to fall back on so they've got to they've got to put boxes in homes and when you release your content your exclusive content on other platforms you're giving people a reason not to buy your box and i mean you know that's that's all fine and dandy, but uh, I don't understand how you can talk about accelerating the enhancement and roll out of PlayStation exclusives when you're going to be kicking them over to the PC at some point. You know, Now, I'm not going to wait three plus years to play a PlayStation game. I'm just not going to do that. But if that gap starts to close and we go from three years to three months, then I'm out because I'm already running at a... Uh, running out of backlog anyway, you know, I'll wait that three, four months in order to get you know, to get that play that uh, PlayStation exclusive on the, you know, in in Super the Greatest mode Uh, so, on, on a PC so, as long as they're working doing stuff that's from PS4 and you know, being you know being being kind of smart about it because I think here, here's the thing though it's that like, if these you're, you're talking you're trying you're getting money, you're trying to convince and this is the thing why I never bought into this oh it'll build interest for PS5. PC if you're a con- if you're a PC gamer, you don't care about consoles. you don't care about the Xbox, you don't care about the PlayStation. you care about PC. And if you've waited three plus years and not budged to get a game like Horizon Zero Dawn, you're, you, you'll are you wait that three plus years to play God of War or whatever other uh, exclusives that they're thinking about putting over to PC. Because at this point, it's all on the table. So... I don't think it, it, I don't think it, when folks were saying, and you never heard this from Sony, it's not about building interest in the PS5. It's about trying to make some sales on some games that have, you know, for all intensive purposes, have closed their their window of profitability, have long since closed. And you know, like I said, I'm not waiting three years to play the next uh, to play Horizon. Horizon Journey to the West. I'm, I'm just not going to wait three years. I'm going to play that day one. So as long as that gap that gap doesn't shrink, I'm I'm good. But if it starts to shrink uh, to a point where I feel that um, I'm not getting I'm not maximizing my value from the platform, then you know, I'll just sell sell the console, sell the games, and switch completely over to PC. Because it's not like I'm not going to play those games. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to play them where I get the most for my money. And if I can have one thing play everything, you know, <laughs> it just makes the most sense. Agreed. Yeah, they had a poll on
2: uh, Resetera and a lot of people were saying that if it was day and date, <laughs> there's like no uh, incentive to actually buy the console. Oh, yeah. Day easy. and date.
0: I'm long gone. I am long gone part two on that. Yeah. But uh, that's
2: just people commenting in a poll, that kind of thing, and just getting people's, like, kind of feelings about it. Now, also dug into this uh, earnings uh, statement on here, their little report, financial report that said, the Sony Interactive Entertainment continues to invest in and or acquire firms with abundant creativity and cutting-edge technologies to build up worldwide studios. On there. So they made a mention that uh, they are always on the hunt for future studios to purchase, aka, you know, just want to build up that first party cachet if need be. So uh, there were rumors that uh, they were interested in acquiring a Le- Le- Leo, uh, which is the parent company, the, the company that makes Warframe on there, but it wound up getting uh, purchased by Tencent. Mm. I'd say about six weeks ago, give or take. You know, more Chinese investment for President Trump to uh, thumb his nose out. But, you know, that's <laughs> neither here or there. They're their... stealing our tech. Yeah, stealing our tech. You know it. So, But uh, we'll, we'll see if, if Sony does purchase a studio or two, you know. And some people are going, they're going to purchase Sega. It's like, no, they're not going to purchase Sega. Come on. But uh, you know, maybe a studio like Blue Point might be something that they would take a look at, or Housemark, you know, you know, something to where they get it's like you know, because Insomniac has kind of really worked for them as far as the purchase, you know, between Spider-Man and now Ratchet and Clank, of course, they have that in house as being a first-party studio, it's really kind of worked for them for that so
0: yeah it'll be studios my guess is that there'll be studios that have a track record of being on playstation platforms in the past or if not completely releasing completely exclusive games and at least titles that are more closely tied to the playstation brand i don't think they're going to be you know starting throwing money out willy-nilly just trying to grab you know studios for the sake of for the sake of studios yeah. it'll be I, it'll be companies that have a record with them
2: yeah for sure I don't think they'll get into a like you know studio war per, studio purchase war with Microsoft as far as trying to grab more studios than them per
0: se so Microsoft needs to get these the studios that they've already bought get their content to the on the on the shelves before they start <laughs> you know yeah they don't need to buy more studios, more studios. Mm, no they don't yeah
2: yeah we're gonna have a bunch of early access games i mean i know grounded just got an update but nothing to note on that but all right next story um just kind of been covering this uh, small smaller game indie free-to-play game i think we talked about it a couple episodes ago uh, genshin impact uh, finally has a release date on there, that was the kind of a game we, if we talked about before, kind of looked like an anime, like Breath of the Wild <laughs> on that. And so this is a free-to-play open-world action RPG on there. It is coming out for PS4, PC, and mobile on September 28th on there. The game does feature a full, single, full single-player experience, but it also can be experienced via online co-op. On there. So, the biggest thing about it right now is that they stated that the game data uh, for people playing on PC and Android and iOS will not be transferable over to the PlayStation 4. But if you want to play with others on that, you can play uh, cross play with other people to join their world in co op mode and vice versa on there. So, keep that in mind. But uh, I just want to kind of bring a note of this. You know, this is coming out in the month. Something I've been kind of like keeping an eye on. It kind of has like a almost a Tales aesthetic to it, uh, but the gameplay is open world and it is an action RPG, so it's just right down my alley. And it does look pretty gorgeous on there. So on there, I know you've noted the game a little bit before, Kev. I think,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I will still need to see some more gameplay, uh, but. Uh... But that I you know it so looks like something I might be interested in. Well, maybe
2: I'll def definitely be playing it day one.
1: For me, I'm uh, scared. So. I'm scared of it. You're
2: Scared of it? Why is
1: that? Uh, one word, mobile. Ooh, I'm not so sure <laughs> about that, honestly. Um, I'm not if they're trying to multi, if they're trying to make it uh, feasible for all these various different uh, platforms. You know something's gonna have to take a hit on that, and, I, and I'm just wondering what exactly that hit is going to be, or where that hit's going to be. I also need to know. I also need to hear. Like since since it is a free to play game, I need to hear about what the mo- monetization is going to be uh, for it. Can you just play this, or do you have to put any extra, you know, stuff into it? You know, I I when I found that it was free to play, that's when my kind of my um. Ears sort of perked up because I was like, mm? you know. So, if it's if, if they're able to, you know, keep it so that it's not, you know, du- I don't say dumbing it down, but if they're keeping it to, to a point where it's not, you know, just a gotcha type of experience and it is actual full gameplay of it, then, then I might have to pick it up as well because I really like the, um, the, uh, I really like how it looks. Like, I like the, the aesthetic you know but again i i just can't if it's a you know if, if it's a really you know bad like monetization type of situation so i just need to i need to know like what are we getting for our free to play you know that's that's really what i need to see mm-hmm. you know a game can be looking phenomenal you know but if the free-to-play is trash or or you have like a you have to pay a ton of money to get anywhere in it or all this other stuff i'm you know i don't yeah, you know, i don't know if i can deal with all that so so again just kind of just kind of you know waiting my waiting to see what's gonna happen um might see what uh kevin i'm oh, sorry might see what joe says about it i mean again it's free to play so there's no reason why i shouldn't at least take a look at it and see you know but again yeah, the, I'm, I'm just i'm just i'm just i'm just keeping my mind open as to you know if i need to let this one go or not
2: <laughs> the developer this is actually uh, the second game in the series they have another game i guess that's only released in china and asia called uh, uh Hongkai impact on there so this is like they're kind of pseudo sequel to that and um, this was a game that was a uh, free-to-play 3d action role-playing game on um, there was a mobile game available and it came out in 2016. it was only available on like Android, iOS and Windows on there it came out for PC but it was like a uh, kind of a hack and slash like uh, action RPG on there and with a very uh, aesthetic art style on there and so it's got it's got enough uh, momentum uh, in that part of the world where they decided to kind of up the scale to bring it out to the west for uh, this uh, particular game on there so
1: we'll we'll see see. we will see
2: yeah I know if you go on the PlayStation store right now they have a pre-release bundle you could queue up on there so definitely give that a gander if you're interested in the game so all right, and next news story has to do with Monster Hunter World Iceborne. So they uh, earlier today had their um, another uh, live service uh, announcement on there, and they basically stated that they uh, talked about the next update, which is going to be its last update in October. Um, this is going to be their last significant package of content on there, so. So in uh, October, they're going to bring out Vitalis in Iceborne, so October 1st on there. So the Vitalis is a dragon-like creature that hunters will be able to take on starting October 1st when the update drops on there. Along with the new monster, there will be different events taking place throughout the rest of the year. Uh, of course, there'll be Arc-Tempered Velcana, along with the Autumn Harvest and Fun Fright, Fun Fright Fest, if I can say that fast three times from October 16th to November 5th. On there, Master Rank Layered Armor will also make its way to the game, but players will not be able to obtain it until certain events take place on there. So I'm kind of curious what the new armor will look like on there, but they did have a developer diary that uh, was released earlier today. Uh, You know, they're talked about as being the quote-unquote volume the last stand for the developer diary, so it is Unfortunately, one out for uh, Iceborne because this is going to be the last update. So on that, so would you would you guys have uh, you, know, you know give it up to Monster Hunter World for just uh, rocking and rolling it for this long?
0: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's they've, they've been it's good. I'm
1: just, yeah, I'm, I'm,
0: I just, just kind of makes me wonder what they're going to do for the next game. Exactly, this this
1: makes me signal Monster Hunter World two. That's all that. At all, because they they got the monsters. Come on now, like they got the monsters. They got the formula. All you gotta do is just you know just keep refining it, keep boiling it down, and get it and get it back. That's fine. Like I, I I will you know pour one out for them and be like you know this was this was a great game, but at the same time it's like all right you know all right let's 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 get it you know let's get this next let's get this next one up and running. You know, we're the pre order. Let's do this. Give me the You know, let well, me let the, me have it. Uh,
2: the latest rumor, Dejor, is uh that we might see a Monster Hunter Switch game, a
1: new one. That's fine. End, so no, I'll I'll play on that. That's fine, but but I'ma need to have my um I'ma need to have my uh my normal, you know, one too. Like I'ma need to have, you know, my Monster Hunter world gotcha. two. Like I need to have my my second one. You know, you so
2: you to... think if they do a switch version, would you want them to just build on what they did with World or?
1: Yes.
0: Okay. Hell yeah. Mm, I don't know about that. We're, we're talking about the switch. No, no. I, I mean... don't want to. I don't want to be playing at two two frames per second. <laughs> you
1: said two frames. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Sorry, I just that was that was a good one, Cap. <laughs> For a second, I mean, if they were to do something, if it wasn't straight up Monster Hunter World Two on the Switch, that's fine. Like, I need a like if they were to do you know fourth generation Monster Hunter fourth generation or something like that, or Monster Hunter Monster Hunter fourth generation Impact. I don't know they call it, (laughs) but but whatever, that's fine. But but I I need I need them to to continue on though. I need them to. To tell me, hey, you know, we have this coming out. I'll be like, all right, let's do this. You know, as long as it's, as long as this, you know, good, you know, I, I will I'll most likely play. Like, because I'm sorry, like, I've just been spoiled. Like, I have been, I have been spoiled on Monster Hunter World. So, like, seeing Monster Hunter anything else in the monster hunter you know world it's hard for me to go back like it's hard joe it's hard to go back to what it was you know Oh, i
2: know but if they take that formula like you know monster hunter um monster hunter 4 ultimate on the 3ds mm-hmm. and kind of do a new kind of incarnation of that you know kind of build on that you know think about how a portable monster hunter uh, will work on the switch you know I actually don't want them to kind of reiterate on the world. I want them to kind of riff on what they've done prior with the uh, prior 3DS games to kind of bring, make that just like the uh, definitive Switch version of Monster Hunter. And then for them to get a next-gen upgrade, a PS5 and Xbox Series X like port of Iceborne, as is right now, that is free for everyone to be able to continue their playthrough on the next gen consoles and then build and do a world to uh, a proper world sequel as well i, I could take two monster under games i think it's it, within the realm of reason on there they've always had separate uh directors and separate uh, teams working on uh, like the team that did um you know double cross and or monster hunter monster hunter generations and generations ultimate was a separate team than the team that did world and so i could see where both teams could work on monster hunter and do their kind of own individual takes of each so
1: i mean just face it you just want to go swimming again that's what you want to do damn straight (laughs) son (laughs) (laughs) never met a man (laughs) want to dip his toe into some monster hunter like you do Mm
2: yeah no try was the the she who i, I love the aspects of 4-2 where um you're able to scale down and climb walls and like you know the whole webbing and that kind of thing i think that was a unique uh gameplay element to that as well so so there's elements and uh, there's some monsters that need to make a reappearance you know too so when we talk about you kezu you know you know they have to throw kezu back in into the mix in some way somehow so but uh I digress, but more Moss Center World goodness on that. So next thing on the docket has to do with the Marvel's Avengers. So woohoo, Square Enix and uh, Crystal Dynamics uh, announced uh, prior to the release of the game is coming out later on this week uh, that there is going to be battle pass on this and how this is going to work is that for every character that is uh, brought out post-launch each hero will have their own challenge card which players will level through playing the game all the starting heroes will have their challenge cards available to them once the game launches but once new characters are released i think the first hero coming post-launch is hawkeye on there they stated that you'll have to purchase their challenge card now the challenge card is going to be locked, requiring players to purchase the card for a thousand credits which translates to ten bucks but you'll be able to earn credits in game if you do play the game and what Crystal Dynamics stated that players will be able to earn a thousand credits in game by reaching the maximum level of 40 for a challenge meaning that you won't need to spend money out of pocket. Now with six heroes out of that launch that will basically give you If you max all six characters, including that weak-ass Hulk on there, um, you'll be able to go ahead and earn a comparable credit uh, for $60 worth of season pass purchases for these uh, um, challenge cards that you have to purchase on there. So even though each hero is going to be free, uh, some may find that this challenge card as a sidestep to get players to spend money on the new heroes anyway on there uh this is all cosmetics on there so what's your guys's opinion of this um it's not stopping me from purchasing avengers but you know it's either i'm gonna have to be grinding out all you know six characters including the hulk on there to get my comparable battle pass money we'll see if it's up to snuff or not for me to be able to you know have a full max level of avengers on that what your take des
1: uh I mean it is what it is, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's 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 the part of it. Again, you don't have to buy them because it's all cosmetic type stuff, so you can just yeah. you can just play the game at your leisure and hopefully, you know, PSN will do a sale or something. I mean, I'm not too stressed about it. You know, I mean, it's just it's just another thing. If you want to buy it, fine. If you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. Um I'm just gonna play the game. That's it. I mean that's yeah. really that's really all I can do with it. Like I'm not gonna, you know, give it a ton S- if I don't have to.
2: Yeah. I don't think you're gonna grind to get max level on all six characters so you can get your maximum credit to buy these uh cards.
1: Well it just but depends. If- you know, I might I might see some costumes that I really am like, oh, oh. But, but at the same time, you know, games have some games have a finite lifespan of you course. know well most games do you play it for a little while you get bored you move on to something else you know and I that's why I think that's the impetus or, or, or why they are trying to do a service as a game because they just don't have, they don't just have to work as hard you know because they can just add little updates you know keep drip feeding and stuff like that and and so I, I get that I honestly do you know but I honestly believe that I'm gonna play it I'm gonna get kind of far on it. I'm gonna enjoy what I play, and then once it's once it's done, it's 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 done. It's sort of like for me, it's sort of like uh, Warframe, you know. I it's a free game, which I think is better than paying sixty dollars for the game. Um, but um, but I can see where they're trying to monetize this and get money for it. Like I can understand it. I don't like it, you know, and I really wish that we could have regular full quality games that have it, and you know i just i mean i i just like how did and this is a top- much longer topic that we can talk about you know in a in a future episode, you know, but it's just like how did we become you know for service you know like when did that become a viable business model? You know? So yeah. but and that's a much longer, deeper conversation that we can have at another time. But it's just, you know, it used to be only free games, and then you 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 had this kind of like, you know, service thing, and now it's you're paying 60 dollars and you still get the service. Just, I don't know. It's just it's just a really interesting uh and and somewhat sad kind of state of affairs. But again, you know, I digress. This is just, you know. What it is right now, so so we, and we just move on. So that's my deal, feeling. The old thing or don't deal the old thing. I mean, that's the thing. Like it does, it doesn't affect gameplay. Like if you want to, no. if you want to spend your, you know, if you have disposable income and you want to spend your money on that, hey, I'm not going to stop you. You go out and you have all the fun you want. It's totally fine. I more power to you. You know, but i mean if you don't want that to happen there's two things you can do you just number one don't buy the game or wait until a huge discount you know or you don't buy the the, the battle passes you know i think if people more people started voting with their dollar uh with their wallets um a lot of this stuff wouldn't wouldn't happen so yeah that's why i'm kind of yeah. like part of me is kind of like do i really need this game right now and You know i'm talking to kevin and he's making really good points over there and i'm like you know (laughs) so i'm like do i really need this game right now i don't know do i really need to do this i don't know so uh play the characters you want to play You don't have to play all six
2: of them you know you don't want to play that weak old hulk and you know just (laughs) Do do your thing, enjoy it for what it's worth. Hopefully the content doesn't dry up like some dry ass chicken left out or something like that on there. That they keep maintaining, it, keeping it juicy and fresh on there. We'll have to see. We'll see what they do, and you know, we'll see what these introduction of characters. You know, whether I want to, you know, get the you know nineteen seventy six George Perez Hawkeye or something like that if need be. Or if I really even give a that a classic
1: mm, that classic purple that'd be that'd be bomb though don't oh, don't I get know. me started dude classic purple uh, would be the she who mm. anyway uh, that's a it's a whole other yes. thing though. <laughs>
2: Kev, okay, any thoughts? I know we've kind of like ran with this ball ran with this ball and
0: oh no yeah. no that's that's perfectly fine I'm I canceled my pre order after playing the beta I will wait until a the game is discounted to a price that i'm i'd be i'm satisfied with um the battle pass thing i don't know man because it, it's like on one hand you say that it, it, they're saying oh it's just you know cosmetic and you know yada 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 but then you look at what they're doing with dead or alive Ugh. or
2: oh dead or alive is a whole other
0: you know thing, so. yeah so keep, that's and, and, and downloads and that's all excessive. of that Oof. all of that is cosmetic only oh, I you know. know doesn't affect the game so and they know they know that that this game is supposed to hook comic book fans right <laughs> don't, they know don't single me out game, <laughs> no, I, no. I mean, I mean, but I mean, fa- the facts are the facts, right? Yeah. You're this right. game is supposed to get people who are into the Marvel universe, who want to play as their favorite Marvel characters, and what is is. I don't know which is more popular, Avengers or X Men, at this. Avengers. Point. I don't know. Okay, Avengers, the most popular mm-hmm. Marvel superhero group out there. They they know. Get ready to see every skin of every major character that they add to this game from the very beginnings when they first appeared in comic book whatever back in you know 1968 you're going to get that original color that original skin and they're going to they're going they're they're going to hit you with packs and they're going to hit you with the hawkeye set or they're going to hit you with the you know whoever said I, I I was never into you know the, I was never really into the Avengers so I don't know who all has been in the group over the years but you name that character they're gonna bring you you know the legacy skin set <laughs> and they're gonna charge you 30 40 bucks for it you know when and then when you when you're sitting around looking at looking at your credit card statement uh, it's like how you know how did I, how did I get this bill so high it's because you bought up all them skins? They know what they're doing. Right. They know what they're doing. You know, I, I'm looking at this game purely from a gameplay standpoint. And because the Hulk was who I wanted to play the most, and they got him in trash mode right now, they I'm, really I'm going to skip do. it. I'm, I'm going to wait until the price drops, you know, and then I'll, I may take another look at it. But I, I'm not as invested in the comics as the people who they are as their target demographic is for this game those are the ones that are going to be hitting that that, those cards they're going to be like them shark cards in Grand Theft Auto you know (laughs) that's what's going to happen
1: they're going to have Dr. Druid and the Swordsman (laughs) and Black Knight (laughs) all these B-level demolition man all these B-level characters
2: (laughs) everybody You know I'm down with that uh, Rom Space nice season pass. Oh <laughs> damn! I'm Space down for Rom.
1: <laughs> I think they lost the rights to Rom, so they can't really do that now.
2: Oh okay. Yeah. We'll see. Uh wallet saved. Whoop-de-do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there you go. You saved your money on that one, buddy. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill. Just bring back Beta Ray Bill. There you there go. You go. Yeah, I think he was not Avenger, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Again, uh, eh? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know. Let's move on. Or yes, let's move <laughs> let's on. Move on. Uh,
2: I'll get that Tony Stark alcoholic skin. There you go.
1: <laughs> the five o'clock shadow.
0: There you go. The binge pack.
2: <laughs> All right. Next news story. I just wanted to make a mention that uh, Ease 9 Monstrum Knox has a release date. So it's going to be released on February 2nd, 2021 in North America, February 5th in Europe for PS4 and uh, it's good. They're going to take some time and do a Switch version, summer 2021 for both Switch and PC on there. So if you're not familiar with this game, obviously this game is developed by uh, Nihon Falcom, and it's been a long-running action RPG series on there, so this is coming out. And I'm hoping there is a PS5 um, like an enhanced version and or free upgrade, but we'll see. Nothing's promised on there, but it is coming out on February second uh, for all you Ease fans out there. I know there is a few that listen, so uh, kudos to you guys. So looking forward to this game. I'll get it pre-ordered and you know get it played through on there. This one's supposed to be pretty interesting from the other games in the series. So
1: I think I played one a long, 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 long time ago. You know, but I don't remember hardly any of them actually.
2: Yeah, uh, they're. They're out on the PC. They're out on, you know, the Vita, PS4 on there. So I definitely would take a look to see what's out there just in case you're interested in dabbling in the series if need be. So they've
1: been around for a long time.
2: Indeed. All right. And our next story is going to deal with Gamescom 2020 opening night. Jeff Keeley presents on there. So um, I happened to watch the entire thing. I was like taking a. Working a split shift at work, and so happened to take my split and was watching Jeff Keeley and all those wonderful shenanigans on there. So, so tell you the truth, if you missed it, you didn't really miss too too much. There's a lot of trailers for some major tentpole releases, but nothing that kind of stirs the needle at least for more hardcore gamers. You know, you got your Call of Duty black ops cold war trailer with the old the gipper you know mr ronald reagan you know showing up on there and now i didn't i didn't get uh stir those uh, old feelings you know there's a reason why uh, all these punk bands from like 1981 wrote lots of songs against reagan you know, it's kind of almost like a trump effect <laughs> in a way so you yeah, know, I'm, I'm not stoked to see mr reagan Appear up in video game form, you know, like in Canny Valley. I don't know what you, what you guys feel about it, but uh, he, looked better, he looked better than
0: Craig. He looked better than Craig.
2: Oh, uh, a tra- 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 trailer for Unknown Nine Awakening. So that looked kind of interesting. I don't know if any of you guys caught that. It uh, stars a female character. Name haruna on there she's like uh, awakening some powers on the streets of india on there but that's coming out from reflector entertainments headed for pc next-gen consoles doom eternal dlc i don't think any of us here are interested in doom eternal so uh, ancient gods look cool but you know we have to be interested in the actual game to really care right so Mm -hmm. uh, they had a dragon age behind the scenes that looked pretty cool but it's just a lot of uh Talking to developers, what they want to do for the new game. I showed some voice actors kind of giving out uh, some lines on there. So we really have no idea what this game's actually about. But uh, I know you've been a Dragon Age fan in the past, right, Des?
1: Yep. It's about the Taventer, And uh, if you haven't played the, uh, I think it's the Watch, not the Watcher, the, uh, I can't remember. I think it's called the Watcher. It's the uh, the DLC pack that came up it basically set up this next game so you need to go play that because an old friend um, is the is the antagonist in this game so gotcha. so you need to basically play that DLC if you really want to get what's going on uh, in this game you don't have to but it's kind of one of those things that y- you probably want to if you're a huge dragon age fan i mean i i played all of them and i beat the first two but i don't know what it was that third one it was a little long inquisition Uh, inquisition that was i don't know something about inquisition just did not sit well with me i don't know what was going on or why i i can't really explain it but um i'm probably going to go back and play and go back and play it and beat it before I get the fourth one. I'm 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 going to take a play out of Joe's playbook and actually, you know, play the third one before I play the before I see the fourth one. I'm going to I'm going to do that, you know. I never played uh, Inquisition, Inquisition that might be where I'm no, going. Go and... No, it's just you know, how you always have to play the first one in a series. Oh yeah,
2: no, I know. I'm not, okay, I'm, not I'm not paying attention to that. I'm I'm oh, thanks. getting
1: over that. <laughs> okay,
2: thanks thank you for pointing that out you're welcome buddy no problem (laughs) (laughs) um also they had an appearance from christopher lloyd as doc brown to introduce surgeon simulator 2 i had no idea why but
1: (laughs) he's a doctor i guess i don't
2: know i guess so yeah he came and came back from the future to say hey play our wonderful surgeon game where everyone's all whacked out and like doing all sorts of wacky stuff to these cadavers oh boy because people need money joe Yes, I know.
1: <laughs> and there are no um, there are no uh, retirements for old actors, you know. <laughs> of course not. Take that check. That's right. Get paid, Doc Brown.
2: Speaking of which, uh, the Bridge Constructor, they have the license for Walking Dead. They want to get paid, too. So if you want to build bridges with characters from The Walking Dead, hey, yeah, go for it. That so. sounds so silly. God. Oh,
1: my Lord.
2: Bridge Constructor, what's that? <sighs> but, uh, you know, this is a European show, so you're going to get your uh, – you know, farming simulators, bridge constructors, yeah, that kind of thing announced. So That's cool. Uh Salmon Max coming back in VR, so that looks pretty cool. I don't know if any of you are Salmon Max fans. I don't des if you I ever read
1: I think I played it. Maybe we'll... the Telltale games, right? Uh Salmon Max? Yeah, Salmon Max. I never yeah. played any Telltale games with Salmon Max. I played the oh, gotcha. original Salmon Max. Oh, okay. Good deal. Yeah. I don't I didn't know there was a Telltale version of it actually
2: yeah there was a telltale version of sam and max that came out so interesting yeah you have to go that's like ps3 360. uh, Hmm. so old school telltale so okay after that the world of warcraft shadowlands they had like about 10 minute like uh and like animated short that i literally just was bored to freaking tears and so i just Went to the bathroom, so that's all you <laughs> could tell. But uh, uh, they showed, like, a Afterlives with Bastion. And then they showed the trailer for World of Warcraft Shadowlands, which looks cool, but i have not played WoW in since, like, 2006. So, have at it, WoW fans.
1: I didn't even know you Under, played it. I dabbled in it. I just,
2: literally, I think I got a character up to level 50, and it's like,
1: hey. Oh, yeah, I put the crap out of that game. Yeah. Yeah.
2: another you know, since it was a european show a warhammer game got announced so warhammer stormground on there so so focus home interactive and gasket games uh, have announced warhammer stormground in the game a group of warriors known as the stormcast eternals fight to defend the celestial realm against the dead on there so uh, warhammer stormground is coming in 2021 for pc ps4 xbox one and switch so you know, take that, next generation be damned. So, you will get your Warhammer on your current gen systems. So, uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 got shown again. They showed off some flashback rooms. So, that looked pretty cool on there. Um, to collect a flashback tape, you have to reach the tape without dying, dying, which makes it the hardest of the hardcore of Crash Bandicoot fans out there if you want to do that. So, it seems like there's been a lot of like little. Extra gameplay things to kind of bring out the value in this game because it is a sixty dollar game. So <laughs> I'm not buying it at launch, but I might check it out on the sale on there. Even Bobby's it out Desmond's
0: house. Even so. Bobby's not feeling yeah, it. Bobby's like, I ain't. am paying sixty dollars for that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: nope. uh, they showed a little bit more little nightmares too, uh, which is cool on there. That's coming out. Uh, puzzle Platform is coming out for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch in February 2021. And they're going to bring it out for the Series X and PlayStation 5 later in that year, 2021, on there. Uh, they had a significant showing for Star Wars Squadrons, single-player campaign on there. So uh, that's coming out, of course, uh, October 2nd uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. 40 bucks. so Uh, any excitement for this guys or same as last time? Like, eh. Meh. Meh. yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: I mean, I just not, I'm just not into like flight simulators and stuff. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be the bomb if you, if you are into that stuff, but I just not, I was never, never really got into it. So it's just, it's just lost on me. So I have no ill will towards it. And I think if y'all, you know, get, get, um, get super with it, then yeah, more power to you. I,
2: I think if it's arcadey enough where it has more of a not a sim but more arcade. It's Star Wars is how sim can it be, you know?
0: So mm, uh, for forty bucks know, it might be a thing. X Wing X Wing vs TIE Fighter says hello.
1: Yeah. That was on PC
0: and you really yeah. needed a well I don't even know if I'm sure they had flight sticks back then, but that, you that really kinda of sort of needed needed that to play that game effectively.
2: Yeah, I doubt this is gonna. Ha- I think the barrier of, of level to entry is going to be significantly lower for this game. This is a mass marketed game from e- EA, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be hella easy and just. Yeah, uh, I'm just again, I'm scared of the um, the uh, monetization they're gonna add. Like, do I have to? Do I have to pay extra for Luke's tie- Luke's uh, X-wing? Do I have to pay extra for Kylo Ren something or his his uh... his Tie Fighter? It's like.
2: I believe they got their <sighs> hand slapped so hard with the Battlefront 2 that uh, they're not going to pull that kind of ish. So
1: I hope so. Like I really do. I can't. I just can't with that. But I mean, if it's on a sale or or it's a um uh a PS Plus game, yeah, I might pick it up then. But again, it might be
2: a Black Friday to get. It's forty bucks at launch. You know, you figure around Thanksgiving, you're probably going to see for $25, twenty five, twenty maybe. So.
1: I never I never I didn't really think about that. And that's another thing that kind of um that kinda of makes me feel a little weird is that price point. It's like mm, like am I getting a full game for this or what's going on? You know? Yeah. So So again, I would da- just we, I'm sorry? We dabbled
2: like a minute for Battlefront two. That was a PS plus game like from a few uh, months back. I
1: mean, I I actually went and played a little bit more of it. I, I mean, I, although I honestly just played it for the story, like I had no intention of playing it multiplayer. None whatsoever. Yeah. it was just because yeah. I'm a Star Wars, I'm a Star Wars fan. so it's like, okay, you know i'll I'll you know play along and and see what the story's about. But other than that, mm-mm, I'm good. So.
2: Well, and other highlights from here, uh, of course,, uh, they showed a new trailer for Chorus, which is another. space game on there so that looks very cool it's a space shooter from fish labs on there this is the one that was shown at the xbox games showcase back in may on here so uh, definitely keep an eye out for that that's coming out for everything under the sun in 2021 it's coming out for pc switch ps4 ps5 xbox one series x and stadia even 2021 uh they unveiled fall guys season two sneak peek which they're going medieval with it on there. So a lot of uh, <laughs> dragon costumes, uh, you know, knights, and the medieval style levels as well. So so dragons, knights, wizards, uh, they'll have more wooden planks, massive axes, and a few new games on there. So, But no date on that as of yet. Uh, Medal of Honor is coming to uh, Oculus Quest and Oculus Rift S on there so respawns actually working on this which is kind of a cool thing because that's where uh vince campella kind of got his start before he moved over to activision to crank out call of duties was doing the original medal of honor so so unfortunately until they bring it out for a vr headset i actually own (laughs) that's going to be kind of tented for me unfortunately um I don't know if you guys caught this, but they're bringing Turrican back. So I don't know if you ever played those games back in the day on the Amiga and also on the SNES and Genesis, but uh, these are kind of fondly looked at as uh, like really cool. Uh, 16-bit shooters uh, from back in the day developed by uh, factor five which is the same team that wound up doing uh, games like uh, all the rogue squadron series on the gamecube and they also developed lair for ps3 that was their last game that kind of destroyed them as a team <laughs> and as a company on there so but uh, um, they're also being released physically by Strictly Limited, but there is two separate releases for this. I'm not sure why they did two separate releases, but if you need to purchase them physically, it's going to set you back almost like a hundred bucks on this. But I like tur- Turrican from back in the day, but I will be definitely buying it digitally. So, uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light was shown on there, and you got to see actually a new subclass called stasis on here so and uh they also showed a particular uh character from back in the original era of destiny 1 on there so and they had a glimpse of the stranger
1: yay um, she's back so hopefully this yeah. time she'll have enough time to tell us what's going on yes
2: <laughs> So for all you Destiny fans from back in the day, I know. And I know you two are still dead red, like hails to the no no until Destiny three comes out, right?
1: I mean yeah. I mean, although because you said it's on it's free on Games Pass and I still have it Games is. Pass, I might actually yes. play it just to see what's going on with the Stranger because I actually like the Stranger. I thought I, I, I thought she was one of the better um like uh, people in in Destiny. So the fact that she's coming back, I'm kind of like, mm, maybe I'll see what's going on with with her. I haven't seen her in a minute, you know. But again, it's probably going to be something silly, and you know, I don't know if I want to do all that, but whatever.
2: I, I look <laughs> fondly. I, I keep I'm going through withdrawals for some reason. So I Destiny, it. really? Yes, yes. You know, I've wow. not played Shadowkeep. It's like I haven't played that game Damn. in in a minute. The, Destiny you know, those hours and hours that i played, you know, and it's like, you know, it's like hankering for a, a longing of uh, something that you, you know, played in the past, you know, and just like, you know, even though I've taken uh, quite a bit of a vacation from it, um, it might be something for me to you know, check out some of the Shadowkeep stuff before they wind up 86ing half of the content in November and they bring out the Beyond Light on there so so. And anyone out there if you're interested in playing with me you know I might just start a new character and start fresh actually so last time I fired up my save and saw everything in my vault it's like you know you get in that like kind of minutia of like okay I'm working my way towards this set or I'm trying to build up this you know gun so on and so forth Then I would love to just trash it all and just start fresh so
1: really? Mm-mm. nope can't do it buddy Okay, dude. I I work too hard. <laughs> too <laughs> hard buddy. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Yeah, I I don't
2: want to grind per se in the game. I just want to enjoy the story content for what it is and just do a playthrough, basically. So, which I all know is possible in Destiny, really. Once you get into Destiny and get into the day to day, it's almost like he you said, "Might as well get methadone for God's sake." You said,
1: "I don't want to grind, dude." Come on now. <laughs> Like, that's wishful thinking right there. I know it is.
2: <laughs> so we'll see if we we'll ever come to to that uh, apex of actually firing that up or not. But uh, when they ended their uh, Gamescom coverage at Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, they showed a nice little segment on there. It was like extended version of the State of Play demo on there. And they did reveal that the game is coming out to PS5 within its quote-unquote launch window, whatever, that might mean uh, there was another story that kind of dropped along at the same times. So, uh, there will be a 60 frames, a second version uh, of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart that will also be enabled in the PS5 version of the game as well. So you could play it on all the four K's or you could play in a lesser up res version with 60 frames a second, which I definitely like for them, you know, like that they give you the option to do that. So, Also, they had some trailers between the segments on there. Uh, Nothing really of note besides, uh, of course, there was another Outriders uh, trailer on there. They had another Outriders uh, live event introducing another character class, which we'll probably talk about next episode. I haven't had an opportunity to watch it. Have you had a chance to watch that yet, Kev? I have
0: not. I have not, unfortunately. I I wish I did, but I did not. Yeah, we'll was, talk about
1: it next week. I think it might have been so. the was it the techno answer was that or the the techno person? I, I I saw something that they had released, but but um, and I watched a little bit, a little bit of it, but I can't remember which one it was which one it was either. But again, like Joe was saying, we're gonna talk about it next week. So if you're if you're anticipating that game, please tune in next time because we definitely will be talking about it. Because you know, actually, I started watching some of those um some of the developer diaries and and how they're how they're breaking it up with with the people and whatnot and i have to say it's it's really starting to pique my interests so so yeah i think yeah. i'm probably gonna be there for it um yeah,
2: it's a tech technomancer is tech moment techno mancer yeah
1: that so i i did see it actually um and i did see that and it looks pretty cool actually um what you're able to do um
2: I wonder if they got the license from the Technomancer game. <laughs> no, probably. I don't.
1: I don't think. I don't think the term is is copyright. You just can't I know. N- name your game Technomancer.
2: <laughs> I just find it funny because that's that another Eurojank game from Mars, and uh, you know you could buy it on PC for like a, a dollar. <laughs> <That>
1: game, <laughs> you know some... what? People talk shit about that game, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I mean the combat got a little janky, yes, <laughs> but. It really wasn't that bad. Well, not good, but it wasn't that bad either.
2: So. <laughs> now, there's like another um, uh, Warhammer game uh, on here. So this is like another uh, thing called Necromunda Underhive Wars that's coming out next month. It's like a um, you know a 6v6 game on there. So we'll have to keep an eye on that, but uh, we'll we'll see. It's definitely... Warhammer esque and it's definitely European. So but uh that's pretty much everything in a nutshell from Gamescom. And then I have a last thing from Gamescom to kind of round out the news. But uh Gamescom had awards for some reason, so and they had particular people that you know, companies that brought forth nominees for a particular things. So these are like fan awards on here. But uh one of the things that kinda drew uh uh, raised eyebrow was the uh, category most wanted tech on here. So, Xbox Series X1, the most anticipated, most wanted tech for Gamescom 2020 uh-huh. on there. And uh, the uh, things that were up for a vote had to be the Xbox Series X, X Cloud, and the uh, Intellivision Amico. So, no PS5 in the voting whatsoever. <laughs> On this, so and it's, it's they had funny to that they...
0: Microsoft a dub, they had to give them a dub. Yeah, give uh, them a W. They they need one right now.
2: That's the Gooman from uh, IGN, you know, announce all these awards and <laughs> uh, like a nice stunning dress, of course, and with the big to
1: do and all this sort of crap. And uh... like too many L's, too many L's, <laughs> Please Please, Craig, a participation trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean. The... Oh, how do you think about that? Craig was in the in the in the wings with the tuxedo on. This is my time. This is my time. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I don't understand like these games that won awards. Like it literally, I think the PlayStation game of the show is like Cyberpunk. I mean, I think Cyberpunk is a multi-platform game on here. So just looking it's at not the not even out yet. I know it's all these games that won awards, like Best Action adventure title watchdog
1: legions it's like okay it's not out yet
2: i know they give all these awards so it's like i don't know what nominees for best game of the show where there's actually no show for one and two it's just like some big ass popularity contest you
1: know so like i missed something then i don't know it's like i'm just i saw
2: these announcements while Jeff Keeler was, like, switching over to uh, announce these, you know, with Sidney Guman from IGN, and was just like, okay, all right, thank you for these uh, worthless awards, you know, it's like, you know, mm. you got your social media team sitting there pounding the button to vote for these, I guess, so you can have some sort of trophy on your shelf, I guess, so, mm. You know, I, I would love to have seen PS5 on that list to see you actually would have won that award.
1: But you know, PS5 horrible. off
2: that list, who
1: knows? It, it so, doesn't I mean, make it doesn't make any sense. You know, it doesn't Why make any you sense. Not have your like, like the, the one big competitor. Why wouldn't you not have that on the list? And really, yeah, mm, television, Amico, and uh, Xbox Series X. Okay. That just shows so much weakness.
0: Well, they I both don't... play old games.
1: Wow. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, that burned my soul right there, Kev. Damn. All, All right. right. Wow. That that is the news for our episode. So. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, he ain't lying though. Kev ain't lying. No, I'm
0: not. I'm not. It is you know, uh that's why I'm buying an uh an Amico to play old games. <laughs> that's
1: hilarious you voted for Amico. You're like, Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's that's hilarious. Oh man! But anyway, we thank thank you, Trader Joe, for bringing us that. They probably didn't know what
1: Amico was. They're like, "What is this? <laughs> what is this?" They probably gave it Well, they probably gave Ooh. it more more coverage now, and people might go out and buy that now.
0: <laughs> I hope so. I got I another you, option. Uh, I want I want Tommy to I want to, and the Intelli, and the Intellivision Amico actually has exclusives. Wow! Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. something that's something else the Xbox doesn't have, but. <laughs> Okay, done. I'm done. That's why? <laughs> Game night <laughs> takes place every Thursday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. seven p.m. Pacific. Usually taking place on the PlayStation Network, but we have all of the systems, all of the networks. So whether it's Steam, uh, Xbox Live, or we've got, I think we can, we either all have or have no trouble problem activating a Nintendo online account. So if you all want to play uh, on any of those platforms, you're going to want to let us know about that. Again, game night every Thursday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And the way you want to get in touch with us is at our email, which is gamingvessels at gmail.com you want to tell us where you'd like to uh, where you'd like to play a game with us or if you heard something that you want to share your opinions about on the show, if you'd even like to be on the show and let us interview you about your perspectives on gaming and get that out to our listeners, you're going to want to send an email to GamingVessels at Gmail dot com. As far as social media, we are on Twitter at Gaming Vessels. Individually, we can we can be found as found there as well. On Twitter, I am at Shonuff71, that's S H O N U, double F the number 71. PlayStation Network, I am Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7. On Steam, I am Shonuff71, same spelling as before. And on Xbox Live, I am Shonuff071, again, same spelling with 071. So, Dez, where can the folks find you at?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, real quick, though. Uh, we didn't have a main event today. Uh, we are still trying to put that out there. Uh, for people, we're trying to get a little bit more responses. Uh, so that question was, what is your favorite soundtrack, uh, video game soundtrack of all time? Uh, uh, Joe will be posting that up uh, once this show is um, is posted. Or shortly thereafter. So please answer that question. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Also, we're getting close to our 100th episode, so please stay tuned as we will be having some surprises leading up to that. So please, you know, thank you so much for for tuning in and listening to us. You know, um, all these episodes. You know, we wouldn't be doing this without you. Uh, So uh, back to what Kevin was saying, how you can reach me. You can you can reach me on uh, PSN and Xbox Live at. Nemo Tigger, uh, that's N E M O T G G R. Uh, if you try to connect, can contact me on those. Please let us know uh, who you are or in why, like how you heard about us. That way, we are talking to actual people and not bots. We want to, you know, be friends with people. You know, the bots know what they did, but we really want you know real people. Also, um, on Twitter, you can find me at the Nemo Six. T H uh, E N E M O S I X. And I hope to uh, hear from you. So, uh, Joe, where can people find you, buddy?
2: Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Joe Fungul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L, on PSN Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. I'm also on Kaminagara, um Use same username on Steam. Uh, for Nintendo Network, you can add me as a friend if I ever turn it on again. The uh, friend code is four seven one two five nine five three one four zero nine. And then on that Xbox uh, platform and also on Uplay for Ubisoft, I am Kamunagara6995.
0: All right, all right. Well, thank you folks for hanging in there with us. We are bringing Season 6, Episode 32 to a close. Again, we want to thank you for listening to our show, for, for the, the feedback that you, we've received since we've begun this, this uh, podcast. We appreciate it. For Dez, the Bay Area Terror, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, I am up 71 letting you know that we'll be back next week. Peace.